When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now, the Luxor Casino in Las Vegas looks like an enormous Dorito. And as a podcast obsessed with pyramids and the need to build more of them, sure, and I feel like that's important news. Um, let's let's do a little look, look see to see. So so for readers who aren't familiar, the Luxor is the official media hotel of the Super Bowl this year. The those spots are now full. And uh, hungry media who must cover the greatest game in football must now stay at Excalibur. And I'm going to take a look and see what a room at the Luxor is going for for Super Bowl weekend right now. $79. So it's a good bid. For anyone who hasn't uh, familiarized themselves with this facility, what is it that makes it so bad? Are you guys familiar with the term smoked glass? No, I'm actually not. Okay, it sounds it's a, delicious. It's a term. Yeah, it can be. It's it's a term that's used in in decorating in uh, glassware. Like if you were to go into like a a restaurant supply store and say, "I'm looking for you know some smoked glass," you would end up with cups that are like clear, but they're charcoal gray. Right? Mm-hmm. You you've seen these like these mm-hmm. you know kind of kind of darker colored uh, bar glasses. You know the color of smoke. In the case of the Luxor. It's an entire pyramid built on the Las Vegas Strip out of smoked glass, only you get the distinct sense through several of your human senses that the smoke was acquired organically. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It is. I can't really describe. And it's it, it doesn't. It's not a light that invokes as, as I haven't. I haven't been to Egypt. I've never been to Egypt, but I have seen the documentary, the Brendan Fraser documentary, The Mummy. Yeah. And. I don't believe what they call light inside the Luxor invokes ancient Egypt so much as it invokes like you're in the Hitman video game and you're way down the hall from the door of a lit bathroom that has just opened. Only it's mm-hmm. like that everywhere and you never get closer to the light. It's genuinely unsettling. Turns out building a pyramid is terrible for air circulation and for letting light into the interior of a building. As this, a psychological experiment, it's really something. Great for putting a dead rich Egyptian in many, many, many millennia ago. Very, very bad for putting people in. Also, here's another thing about the Luxor. Wait, I never cult. thought about that. They never put live people in buildings. That's why <laughs> I mean, they didn't. No, that's why they didn't. Sometimes they did. They did. They did. They did. But not in a position to not in a position to say go on Yelp. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't and like, say, hey, this is fucked up air circulation. You mm-hmm. couldn't advertise like I get the appeal of the Excalibur because it's like, come I live did. like a king when they come, were alive. Come die like not, a king. <laughs> it's not the Luxor. It's like, come stay where the king went when he was dead. Come survive the death of the king who is you. <laughs> Reader, just to put I'm you on a I'm not sold scale. against this place. Oh, Okay. Uh, well, Reader, just to put you on a scale of what Spencer thinks is acceptable Vegas, uh, Vegas lodging, the first time 
we ever had an EDSBS trip to Vegas. He said of the now demolished Imperial Palace, and I quote, you're going to love this place. It smells like dead bodies. And also found the unremodeled Circus Circus, whose primary decorating motif was poorly taxidermied raccoons, uh, a fun place to spend an evening. Luxor is too much for him. Luxor is a bit much for me. That's where we're at. Yeah, My, and it's 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 the smelliness and the odd geometry and the trick of the light. Is there? The, yeah, yeah. There's so another thing. There's I, another thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Ryan. There's one more thing yeah, about the Luxor ahead, that you ahead. have to tell people. Besides the giant this. Dorito. Yes, and and, and the, the NFL fact, media. Oh, and the inclinators. And the inclinators, which are these elevators that go up the inside at like the 45 degree angle, which are mind bending. But the call of the void is very very real inside the Luxor. So no matter, that by the way, a- no matter where you're going up in the elevator, you're always hanging out over space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Mike Florio, and you're drunk. <laughs> with my yes, Mike, you're already there. Mike Florio ar- leaning in the elevator with you, rambling about analytics. Oh, you're already thinking about ending it all, right? You're already <laughs> like, what has led me to this? And then you get out, and it's inevitable because imagine the shape of the pyramid. All the balconies lean over the other, so mm-hmm. you're just staring into empty space. So if you were already thinking about it, hanging out with Mike Florio, the geometries themselves are kind of pointing you downward. Hmm. I think the other reason, and I'm, I'm psychoanalyzing a little bit, that Spencer probably feels this way about the Luxor is, to me, the Luxor is quintessentially 1990s. Like, it, mm-hmm. w- that's when it was built. That's when it was billed as a big thing. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. It has appeared in Showgirls, released 1995, Mars Attacks, released 1996, the music video for Getting Jiggy With It, 1998. Wow. Wow. Like, this is just a, it's just an aggressively 90s place. And obviously, lots of Las Vegas is about go back to a different time. But very rarely is that time supposed to be the 1990s. I know that's in vogue right now in some ways, but I don't think anyone actually wants to live in the 1990s again. You certainly don't want it to smell like them. Not yeah. that authentically what, 1990s. Right, right, yeah. Right. Um, also, a number of people, once I expressed my opinions about the Luxor, began sharing, and I found an extraordinary one. If you don't know, the Luxor is, or at least was for a long time, the home casino for Chris Angel. That's correct. The mm-hmm. mind freak himself. Mm-hmm. Um, magician. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get out he'll of that back. one, could he? Yeah, he'll be back later this afternoon. Hey, quick, <laughs> quick question. How old do you think Chris Angel is? Fifty-seven. Is he older than David Cutcliffe? Uh, I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a steady sixty-two. Forty-nine. Jason was closest, although Holly won Prices Right rules. He's fifty-six years old. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So he's almost as old wow. as me. <laughs> Easy. I like how we've click trained him into doing it to himself now. <laughs> we just beat it to it. We get it over it's with. Done. And he doesn't have to hear it. Great job, right. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the home casino of Chris Angel, mm-hmm. aka the Mind Freak. Stupidest description of a building I've ever. <laughs> wait, heard. wait, hold okay. on. We didn't. We don't. We, can we talk about the beam as well? Because that yes. was the other thing that was like a big deal was that it at night it shoots up this beam of light known as the Luxor Sky Beam. And the Sky is, Beam. And, and this, these are two very useful pieces of sentence from Wikipedia. Moths are also attracted to the light. This in turn attracts bats and owls. I thought you said moms. I thought you said mods. <laughs> moms. Moms. My other wine is the sky beam. <laughs> Unleash the milf beam. <laughs> That's for 
1992. Dude, that's so sick. I'm going to go to Luxord. Wait by the MILF beam for my dream lady. stand next to it and hope for some runoff. That's why it's that's why it's Chris Angel's home casino. Well, Deb, I thought I was wondering where we were going to hang tonight, but they lit the milf beam. Ah, we gotta go. More sexy mothers for my experiments. Don't you mean tricks? No, go away. I'm Chris Angel. Chris Angel, milf freak. <laughs> Can you levitate? Oh, we'll levitate, baby. We won't below the milf beam. So. It, 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 is the Doritos thing new, or is that <laughs> the that Doritos is, that thing? Is a promotional thing, I think, for the Super Bowl. Okay, so the, the Doritos they... thing is, believe it or not, a cosmetic upgrade. <laughs> so yeah. it's is this a reaction to the orb? The orb always has pictures on it, so now they're putting pictures on this thing too. Oh, uh, uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. If, they, yeah. if these were objects, you'd have to say that they're in conversation with one another. Maybe, <laughs> yes. maybe all of maybe all of Las Vegas is going to be turned into virtual reality, whether you want it to be or not. They're learning. They're adapting. They're learning. Yeah. This is, I love this too, because there's a picture that, that, that you can see of the Luxor as the Super Bowl hotel, which is admittedly, it's like reasonably close to the stadium. That's most likely the reason that they're using it in addition to it being very cheap and the NFL wanting its journalists to die of black lung. Um, <laughs> it might. I mean, the NFL probably does want that. Yeah. I had people who, when I, tweeted about this and shared it on other social media platforms go well it is the closest hotel even though the delano is closer <laughs> it's in the fucking photo it's right there they're like oh, it was closer that's why they did it it's the, the closest, closest hotel with a, with a badass shape it's the closest with yeah it's the closest endorsed by doritos the official the dorito of, of the nfl football stadium you can't stay somewhere normal <laughs> the nfl's force field is so powerful it has distorted the very eyes of people loyal to the shield the thing i wanted to discuss was somebody who um decided to share a story about when they were there and had an encounter with chris angel this is from at timmer 517 tim i want to say in advance i love you dude i love you i got so drunk at the luxor about seven or eight years ago and couldn't find my room and i almost started crying like a little kid <laughs> crying laughing emoji and I kid you not, out of nowhere came that Chris Angel dude with two big bodyguards, and I could hardly talk, but he looked at my room number and got me there. <laughs> All right. But he teleported you, I assume. <laughs> you're like, tra you're trauma drunk at that point. Like, you're just tragic smash drunk at that point, and you look up, and the mind freak himself shirtless and in a leather jacket and pants is in front of you. What if Chris With two Angel linebackers is like, behind him? What if he's really an angel? What if Chris yeah. Angel is what if but what if he's like a fallen angel bound to the the limits of the Luxor? Yeah. He can't leave. I'm getting like uh he's Constantine and John Wick at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Like only, only, the the beam. only the Luxor shields him from God's sight and he uses the milf beam to blind God every to blind night. God with milfs. I'm lonely. Blind God and some of the milfs. Blind God. <laughs> Also, have the kitchen send up For a hummus the Super plate. Bowl. The pita was dry. Ryan, the backup, the backup, place. the backup hotel is now the Excalibur. Yes. The, and what, what's the, that one like? The King Arthur themed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah. 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 So, so do people was, stay there. I've stayed there. The water huh. pressure is incredible, and okay. they have many lanes of skee ball in the basement. Medieval skee ball? Not just like skee ball, skee ball. As a college okay. student, it's a great value. 
I haven't I haven't stayed there since I was barely not a college student, but it's the place designed for the living king. It is it is like it is also a nineties casino, believe it or not, like barely. It was built in nineteen ninety. But it's the well, backup. They, it, this was in like people had people had Lady Hawk fever. But that's that's what it was. <laughs> it was one hundred percent. They have also uh, they have also remodeled it in recent years to where it's uh, it's they've they've beefo Brady's it. Mm-hmm. A lot of the more overtly medieval elements have been swept away tragically. Like I don't know what I don't really know what possessed the people in Las Vegas not possessing of like the Paris and the Venetian. Uh, to think that we don't want themed hotels anymore. What gave you that idea? Stop it. It's probably because the West back. has fallen. Are there like are there return guys for to put back the medievalness? It's like return, but the return is the leg on the flamingo. Yeah. The little the little the little V. Yeah. Yeah. We need more I think we need more themed casinos and we do need them in like return theme. Right. I think they we should need- be mandatory. Yeah. There should be like it should be like roller derby names. There should be a registry, and you can't use the same one twice. What themes have we not used at this point? Uh, fish camp. Okay, sure. Yeah. Unless you can't wait. Does Bass Pro Shops have a casino in it? And if not, why not? I don't think it is. Hmm. It does. The Bass Pro Shops casino would kill. There's we a, have a, we have a okay. We There's have a, a Bass pyramid. Pro Shop attached to a casino, but it's not the same thing. We have a pyramid because, you know, we don't have a ziggurat, like a, a, a code of Hammurabi. Sure. Casino. And there, there's lots of pyramids from all around the world. Everyone always goes Egyptian. Like, what about the mm. many other cultures? With Let's pyramids? have a Mayan yep. casino. Sure. They love Absolutely. gold. Yeah. Uh, Aztecs um, love gold. A few days ago on Twitter, I floated the concept of upgrading a, a Waffle House into a Waffle Hotel, Monopoly style. And someone, some genius, then uh, added on that it should be a Waffle Hotel and casino. Ooh. would go. Waffle House Casino would go. Um, Theme-wise, Journey to the Center of the Earth. I think (laughs) magma-themed could be pretty good. Are you talking the Mole People Casino? (laughs) Is it really hot in there? Oh, it's super hot. No AC at all. Hollow Earth Casino where you discover that the moles all smoke two packs a day. Each room's yeah. thermostat, you're just punching it. It won't go below 150. Uh, honestly, <laughs> at this point at this point in time, we might as well do like a conspiracy casino. Be like, this is the, here's, come see the soundstage where we fake the moon landing. Here's JFK. He's alive. Like, the just Q-Cino. do all of it. Yeah. The yes. Cusino. Cusino. Are you telling me Cusino wouldn't do huge numbers? It absolutely <laughs> that's also And that's also very 90s where you could just name things like Q or Z or mm-hmm. X. Yep. Yep. Um, I'd like a Reba McIntyre casino. Hot damn! Yeah, can we talk about the Rebasants? Is there a Rebasant? <laughs> no, this is. <laughs> um, have you looked up? Sorry, go ahead, Ryan. I will let you discover this on air. Go look up the musical acts for this year's Super Bowl. So, like, not the halftime show, but she's, she's musical doing, acts for this year's Super Bowl. Uh, let's see. Usher is doing the halftime show. That and we knew that because <clears> everyone's <throat> there's a national um, shortage of birth control. Reba is doing the national anthem. Hey. Uh, which is great, and Post Malone will do something. Post Whoa. Malone's going to sing America Post Malone the is Beautiful. A, that's what really, a, oh, what a what a roller thank you for getting that, that out before I could speculate whether Post Malone was doing "Lift Every Voice and Sing." Uh, no, that's a hundred day. And Tiesto is here as well for oh Tiesto, Chesto, 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 Chesto. There's also <laughs> an in-house DJ. Do I have that right? That's that's it. That's okay. what that's gotcha. his job. Gotcha. Yeah. That that, oh sense. man, Wait, that should have been Chris like, Angel. 
College football has in-house DJs. Y'all aren't special. Chesto. Yeah. And the NFL always takes ideas from college football like 15 years later. Mm. What if we didn't pay the players? Guys, profits. <laughs> oh, man. Thought about that? Welcome to NFL University. <laughs> <laughs> they got all the good players. <laughs> Their standards are so low. So what we'll do is we'll make donors pay our players salaries. It's mm. perfect. Mm-hmm. I went to Panthers Tech. <laughs> it's a terrible school. <laughs> it's a terrible school. <laughs> Learn a goddamn thing. Here is here is a good review of the Excalibur, by the way. Two stars on TripAdvisor. It's Excalibur. What do you expect? The casino is not great. It is a place to sleep. However, even the rooms <laughs> seem to lack amenities I've come to expect at other locations. This feels like a Wesley Willis review. <laughs> It will. It, it, there are casinos. Listen, if there's a casino that will take your face off, it's the Luxor. The Shutdown Full Cast. You are listening to the Internet's only college football podcast. I am Spencer Hall. I am joined, as always, by Ryan Nanny, Jason Kirk, Holly Anderson, and on the ones and twos, Michael Serber. Welcome, all. How we doing? I have a hot take that I've been percolating on, and mm. I don't know that I'm ready to run with it. But I, I want Start walking. To, I want to feel Start walking then. here a little bit. Yeah. Let's get a montage. Training montage. Go. If if Jim Harbaugh wins a Super Bowl with the Chargers, it is the most impressive thing he will have done in his coaching career. I think that winning a national title while uh, being benched for six games is more impressive. <laughs> okay. Okay. Also, but I will I will concede that this does change the game of the Easter dinner that we theorize. It's coming up. Shea Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Because now Jim is going to be sitting next to John like, hey, John, hey, John, hey, John, how many teams did you <laughs> did you have to beat to to win your national title? I beat 132. Oh, you didn't win your national title? Did you know that 132 is more than 31, in my opinion? And I this, this also may change who stabs who first with the ham fork, but not who gets stabbed first. It's going to be Tom Crean no matter what. Ow! He is the Ryan. collateral damage. Ryan, how many years is that until that Super Bowl win? Like, what time frame are you going with? I don't know that it matters. I think any any on any timeline, like the Chargers are such a. So you're saying like overcoming Chargersness would be more impressive yes, than winning yes. one with the Ravens? Yes. Okay. Yes. Then then like I think right now because look, winning a title with Michigan obviously impressive, but. I think the knock on Michigan for a long time was this is a program that should win a national title, should contend for a national title. It's not like it's not the same thing as like uh, what Gary Patterson did with TCU, for example, where you're like, wow, really check a program that had been languishing for a long time. I know Dennis Franchione did it like started that process, but we don't have to acknowledge that here. Like the Chargers are not meant for good things. You are not just fighting 
the other teams in the NFL, you are fighting football fate itself. Nothing so, good like, has happened to the to the Chargers. Yeah, ever. <laughs> right. So like with Michigan, you're taking literally the winningest program of all time. Yes. And you are getting them to lose one or two fewer per ga- games per year. Yes. That's great. It's still impressive. It's not not impressive. It's awesome, yeah. but it's not on par with accomplishing something. At the end of the season, like right. the, mind you, the Chargers are awesome at going like fourteen and two, and then nothing mm-hmm. happens. They don't even arrive at the playoffs somehow. They get lost. <laughs> They're just um, yeah, like never showed. <laughs> but like, I I also think the uh, the roster he's inheriting. A lot of people are like, oh, it's got all the pieces. It's got like a quarterback. That's great. Yeah, it's got some old dudes. Yeah, it's it's, it's not it's, an awesome roster. It's you're, good. You're, you're I get why in, it was his choice, but you're in Patrick Mahomes' division. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. There's a lot. Yeah, I just I don't know. I think I think if you can win a Super Bowl with the with the Chargers, who again are uniquely cursed, like the Chargers and the Rams both moved to L.A. and the Rams were like, oh, we'll just win a Super Bowl. Not a big deal. <laughs> Not a problem at all. The Chargers and the, and the just Chargers. got to suffer like an incredibly brutal collapse of the fucking Jaguars. <laughs> He's got to do it. He's got to do it in like three or four years though, because. Because when he walks into he'll that building, he'll go build, insane. Otherwise, wait, no, they'll go insane living with him. Because they walk into that, <laughs> they walk into that building and be like, "Who got it better than us?" And they're like, yeah. "Many people, Everyone. several teams, all the yeah. many, time. many franchises." My patient with, needed coach. Yeah. <laughs> do Do you want me to answer that? Yeah. Just need a little bit of a better attitude around here. I need a better contract. That's a thing. That's a thing that can happen there. <laughs> like the the Raider, the, isn't the Raiders? The Chargers have spent so long being good enough to like get in the playoffs or get close to the playoffs and then just do absolutely nothing. And even, even the year they went to the Super Bowl, Oh God, <laughs> just got absolutely pasted. Yeah, was and it's like, not uh, like they haven't had, like they've had junior sale. They've had Ladanian Tomlinson. They've, they've had like all kinds of great talent and it still just sucks. It Man, still col- just sucks. When like a college player at like goes to the chargers, it's a lot like when an NBA player goes to play overseas I'm like, oh, well, y'all have fun. I hope you I hope you figure out your taxes. It's been good. Like playing, like if you play for the Chargers, you're essentially playing in a foreign country to me. I know you're sure. you're in Los Angeles. That's I something like, I know, and that Jim Harbaugh evidently messed up several times. <laughs> they're the one team that like it is very hard to remember where they are now. Like mm-hmm. the the Raiders move, and the next day I'm like, sure, the Vegas Raiders, right? Like the the A's, okay, yeah, whatever, Vegas A's. It's it's it feels natural. The Chargers, multiple times per year, I'm like San Diego Chargers. I, I think I wrote it in something that published last year. Like it's impossible mm-hmm. to remember where this team is. It feels wrong. Like the Rams at least had been in LA at one point, so you could sort of like pull back from memory there, but like it feels wrong that they the are Charger. the LA Chargers. I also find it incredibly hard to believe, again, because he's just like us, that Jim Harbaugh did not make it through multiple rounds of interviews with San Diego Chargers, that's right, without calling them the San Diego Chargers at least twice. <laughs> he probably did. They don't care. Like, they didn't care. No, I don't think they do, because if, they, if they're going after Harbaugh, you have to know. I mean, I assume they know. This is like this is not a new ownership group. If anything, if nothing, I think that will make him seem more authentic to right? Chargers fans. Mm-hmm. So because relatable. they're like, you know what? Our fans all say the same thing. Come on yeah. in. It's so relatable how he doesn't know where we play. Oh, they're still the San Diego Chargers. They just commute. They should just. They shouldn't have changed anything. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if nobody was going to change the name, but they're going to get like, they will get properly sick of him. He's got like three or four years to do it. And if he doesn't do it, um, he's just going to be another annoying guy who gets fired. I right, listen, but we'll always have, no matter what, last year's Vikings coaching head search as yes. being the last time we had to go through this. <laughs> he should interview for the Michigan job when he's with the Chargers. <laughs> now, what's wrong with Sherrod Moore? <laughs> I'm just saying, if it doesn't work out in three or four years, should like, they should just they should just switch. Yeah, yeah, just switch. Oh. Be like, I know the guy. When, I got when, the fellow for you. When Sharon gets the Rams job. There That's right. There. Onward and upward. We'll be very optimistic about that. My only regret is that we couldn't have the timeline where Jim Harbaugh got to coach the Philip Rivers Chargers. Because I feel like Jim oh Harbaugh God, and Philip Rivers. Two. That's a lot of opinions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> that's a like, lot of like, opinions. Give them a podcast that I don't want to listen Ooh, to. But I'll sell ads on it. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Imagine the carpool. <laughs> what do you think about having kids? I love welcome, it. I love well, it too. Welcome to Force Birth. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, do they even have to talk or is it just an instant mind melt? Ah, we are perfectly synced. <laughs> Airdrop. Airdrop all the time. Airdrop terrible opinions like go. Jaeger pilots. <laughs> they are. Just piloting the shittiest Jaeger in the NFL, the Chargers. It's a Jaeger that's at March for Life. <laughs> it's Don't. a robot that's got drop foot. Pacific him. <laughs> How has nobody done Pacific Jim? Oh, boy. That's sword. Mm -hmm. Sword. Okay, mm -hmm. what would Jim Harbaugh's version of sword be, though? It's got to be one syllable. Football! It's got to be, be one syllable, which is tricky. Just say football is one syllable. Forge. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I, that's the. I, again, I don't know if I believe it, but right now I'm in. Launch. The, if Sorry. Jim Harbaugh wins a Super Bowl with the Chargers, it is his greatest accomplishment. Yeah, if he overcomes Chargersness. Because, like, yes. Michigan fans had the whole workers, workers thing. You know nothing. Yeah, like, the night, like, I, I think you know the, nothing of madness. The mm -mm. the other competitor is probably what he did at Stanford, but. I think technically doing what he did at Stanford is more impressive as far as actual um, on-field accomplishments. Because, yes. like, if, if you're the type of dork who doesn't believe that, like, vibes are real, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like once you factor in the vibes, there is nothing that could top winning with the Chargers. Yes, I think that's right. That's true. But in terms of actual like facts, if you were interested in those, the Stanford thing is still way more shocking because hmm. it was so bizarre to look over and go, Stanford is absolutely beating the shit sure. out of them. Right, right. That was a program that could kind of hick up to, you know, seven or eight wins every now and then. They could field some good teams. But at no point did they ever field a team like Harbaugh's where those Harbaugh teams you're like Oh my God! They are mashing those dudes out. Mm -hmm. They ran for two hundred and fifty against them. They beat them by twenty. Mm. Yeah. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Yeah. Oh, uh, also, uh, if this is your source for news, Jim Harbaugh took the Chargers job. <laughs> yeah. Sharon yeah. Moore is now the head coach at Michigan. There's, okay. There's a lot of uh, news that we ourselves missed mm-hmm. over uh, over bowl season. Do we want to like try and catch up on that now, or do we want to wait until all the slots are filled? Um, let's do the bad one first, just to get it out of the way. Let's get the bad one out of the way. Mm. DJ Durkin is now the defensive coordinator at Auburn. Cultural fit uh, for Hugh, that is, not yeah. for um, Auburn's players and many fine fans. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a podcast so it's where you can say all of the things that you might not be able to just like, you know, short form. This is where um, we go back to the failed, the failure state episode and just tap the sign. There's not even a shitty reason to do this. Yeah. There's not even a yeah, business reason to do this. Yeah, it's not like you're taking a guy off the scrap heap who was so brilliant at his job that his negligence and or cowardice and or sh- general shittiness would be worth this kind of pick. He's mid. He's been Citations, mediocre. Uh, yeah. For I thought example, he was cleared in court of all wrongdoing. Yeah, like, here's the thing. Um, the Jordan McNair thing's a legit tragedy. The entire event is... Just read the report and you just see this like slow motion, horrible, bad thing that should not have happened. And that was um, attributed largely to the delay of the training staff and administering some of the stuff, uh, particularly a cooling tub, which should have been available. And it was standard protocol. But because they had moved practice, it wasn't there. And we're getting into the weeds, but generally like we're in the weeds, but like more not more to the point because uh, because not to skip over the actual event, but what happened after that? Because that's the part that I feel like people forget. So a curious thing has happened after that. And it's, it's that, well, DJ Durkin was fired by the university of Maryland. Not immediately. Uh, and not, no. not without, wasn't it like within 12 hours trying, of being reinstated? Yes. yes. The university tried very hard to not fire DJ Durkin. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, which thanks. DJ Durkin was largely fired for being very bad at his job. That was what he was fired for, right? He was fired because he handled the Jordan McNair situation badly. Um, I think he chose he chose a kind of legal inertia as his standpoint. And by inertia, I just mean being inert. He chose that over sort of actively engaging with a lot of the factors involved in it, including the family who, by the way, the family still attend Maryland games. The McNair family still attends Maryland games. They're still part of the program. They've talked with Mike Loxley. They've talked, they talk which, to first Mike of all, Loxley. which first of all, good on Mike Loxley, which is yeah. something I don't think we've ever said on this program, keeping them around the program, bringing them into back into the program. Mm-hmm. The McNairs have forgiven, like formally forgiven in the public eye after three years, the trainers involved in the incident. They, they've done that. Like that is done. That is legislated between the people I think who are most important here. And, and I say that in matter of not only just most important in terms of central to the story. I mean, in terms of displayed, I think the greatest metal and the greatest kind of charity towards and, and like depth of character. That's like the, the McNair's uh, and the people who are closest to Jordan McNair's death. They've all really acquitted themselves well in the So post. why are we still mad at, uh, why are we still mad at what's his name, Spencer? That doesn't seem right. Because he was negligent, bad at his job. If you read any of the Washington Post reporting on the culture at Maryland, it was this like 
absolute freak show of a program where they were watching videos of wild animals attacking and eating each other uh, in the dining hall where players were called pussies and where um, yeah, go listen. This this is a good. Uh, that's a good an exit of representing. Go listen to what his former players have to say about him. Yeah, and then ask if you want your brother, son, cousin, friend uh, playing for somebody like that. Which, if you're Hugh, I imagine you have no problem with. That's the thing is is like he's not that great at his job. On top of yeah, that. there's not. This isn't urban, right? You you can't make you can't even make a, a nihilistic case for hiring this guy for football reasons. There aren't good football reasons for it. Twenty twenty four urban, yeah. Which is just because you want to. Yeah, you just wanted to. You just thought this was the move, and you did it, regardless of any of the you complications also, down the road. You also, and I don't think any of them have earned have earned a good faith hall pass here. You also love the reaction that it's going to get. You love that. We're talking about this right now. Like you love putting a thumb in the eye of people who tried and failed to hold you accountable and who tried and failed to hold your buddy accountable. You get off on it to a degree if you're Hugh and if you're DJ and some ways, the situation is so poisonous that it, it flows. uh, It flows not only downstream, but upstream and, it even taints the opinion of guys who uh, everybody you know speaks very highly of, but who stridently defended you during this case. Hey, Will Muschamp, what's up? I think part of it is part of Hugh Freeze's um, career arc and brand as someone who views and sells redemption as getting a better job. Um, that has worked very well for him. So mm. for him to then quote unquote pay it forward to someone else well he's just spreading that redemption and spreading that forgiveness no you're hiring some asshole because you're an asshole but yeah uh the story that hugh is telling is one of um of paying it forward and he's he's paying he's paying something forward he's 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 not wrong there indeed paying something forward like is it authentic atonement and redemption no of course not no but he gets to feel uh, he gets to feel superior for one more second, for one more reason, uh, to people who dared say, hey, what the fuck? And that is what matters. That is ultimately all that matters to these people. You could have hired a younger assistant on the come up. You could have hired uh, you could have hired uh, a young black coach. Didn't do that. There's plenty, plenty of them around. Plenty of them underrepresented still in terms of the management class of college football. But you didn't do that. You went for a retread with a horrendous lacuna gap hole in his resume. Where when you look at it... Hey, whose staff was he on last year? uh, Yeah, he was on Jimbo's. How about the year before that? Oh, he was also on Lane Kiffin's. Mm, Yeah, Yeah. you guys are terrific. Love all y'all. It's also confusing given who they hired as their OC because, oh, that's the other thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Auburn, oh, hey, who's after, that? Auburn after one year is is switching both coordinators. Probably a sign that everything's going super Everything's well. great. They brought in Derek Nix, who is black, who I believe yeah. this is his first OC job. I know he had like an associate head coach job with Old Miss, but I, I don't think he was ever a, co- a formal coordinator. I think he was always a position coach. And, he and what are his for, plans for play calling? This there, is, there is that as well. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like at th- at least with Derek Nix, you could be like, okay, this is somebody who has been part of a program that the side of the ball that he's coached, like has done very well, has seen a lot of progress. You could make the case that, okay, this is a good way to sort of modernize what your team is doing. And then you go get DJ Durkin. So, mm. So that's the bummer one. What are the what are the other two that are not bummers that you wanted to talk about? I just wanted to point out that in the churn of bowl season and trying to get through 40 for 40, we missed out on two long, long time presences in the EDSBS extended universe or the shutdown full cast extended universe. Uh, Manny Diaz to Duke and Pistol Pete Limbo resurfacing at Buffalo. Hello, gents. We should mention the Buffalo job came open because... Maurice yes. Linguist. He's he's taking an assistant role with Bama. Which is mm-hmm. wild, because not wild, but interesting, because Pete Lembos, uh, who has been uh, an associate head coach and a special teams guy uh, for a couple years, most recently in the SEC at South Carolina, whose prior, not claim to fame, but was, uh, was notable for leaving, I, I, this was a lot more uncommon a few years ago, I guess before the resource disparity in college football became quite this pronounced, but left Ball State to take a coordinator job at Maryland. This is the Mac 2 coordinator pipeline. Yeah. Anyway, I love this for Manny, though, also. He has been the recipient of, of more unfair shots than like any two or three other coaches I can think of in various settings. I'm interested to see what he does with a with, with what is really an uphill gig, albeit one that was done very well recently by Elko. One starting in decent shape, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one starting in good shape and one where I don't think that I don't think that job's overburdened with expectations yet. I think Mm-mm. the bar has been raised, but it's, <laughs> it's still good. not. It's still pretty manageable. It's going it to take a feels... while to get expectations mm-hmm. there. <laughs> I would actively, I would be the the biggest men's basketball fan at Duke. Like I would be, I would be so like, hey, you should go pay attention to them. Now, do I want them to be successful? No, I would prefer if the basketball program were completely on fire. If I were Duke's football coach, without every time, without, without looking, Spencer, what did Duke go last year? What was their record? Basketball? No, football. Football? Were they? Uh, God, were they six and six or six and seven? Eight and five. Eight and five. Okay. <laughs> yeah. See I think what. That's- <laughs> That's that's testimony, right? Let's just go ahead and hang. I think Spencer's saying he's so focused on Duke basketball that yeah, ah, that's right. Yeah. Stay fo- stay so focused on Duke basketball that you don't notice anything I'm doing here on the football side. And when we go when we go you know, like six and six, right? When we go um, eight and five as they did last year, Ryan, which I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, when you do that, people are like, "Oh, that's awesome!" Like I still think they're kind of in that good pocket where like if you can hit good cut cliff equilibrium there. And just keep like a nice, low, steady level of success. Like that's a good like five to ten job. You can keep that a while. That's mm. probably true. I'm I like I think it is a little harder now because the others most I no, I think across the board, without looking uh, from when Cutcliffe looked, took that job, it feels like the other schools in the state have gotten better. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you said state because I was like, are you about no, to say the ACC's no, got no. its shit Just together? Specifically that in the state. Specifically, <laughs> like, specifically NC State and Wake Forest. Specifically <laughs> NC State and Wake Forest. Okay. And even UNC. Like, uh, UNC is still a disappointment in a lot of ways, but they are a better disappointment UNC than is they the were. same old shit as Who's yeah, UNC UNC this Otherwise, year? the point stands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'll and also, App State's Holly. here now. 
Yes, App State is here, although they're not they're not on Duke's schedule, so they got that going mm. for So we're coming up Smart. Mac. We're coming up and listen, this is Mac Brown's season. I don't want you guys to slander him. Oh, yeah. Why are you ruining him? The next six months are going to be awesome for you. Right. Why are you ruining prime Mac Brown? This is the point (laughs) in the calendar where we are. It's Jim Nance and Mac Brown standing astride our spring. (laughs) Mr. February himself. Man, Mm -hmm. man, UNC plays JMU their fourth game of the season. I don't think that's that's a great plan. (laughs) Somebody wants you to die. That's, that's a great plan. We got a lot of things cooking here at UNC. This is, listen, this is UNC football championship season. I don't want you <laughs> turning sorry. it sour sorry by mentioning it. UNC's home schedule in particular is full of like, God damn it. Did, how did we lose that game? Charlotte. I don't think, I don't believe in like the pokey Charlotte all the way, but like I'm, I'm willing to entertain it. North Carolina Central, who they should beat. JMU, Pitt, <laughs> Georgia, Georgia Tech. <laughs> Wake Forest and NC State. Did wow. they just book straight chaos up and down? <laughs> it's not That's great. what they did. It's not great. Like this Mock is this just is, for invoking the ACC. There, there are a lot of like a, a lot of these games. I can picture like Sad Mac Brown in the rain <laughs> at the end of. You know, Didn't that we is, almost have it all. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of those schedules where I look at it and go, they could win any of those games. And they could lose all of them. They could like lose I don't all of them. Yes, <laughs> they could yeah. lose all. <laughs> yeah, it's completely it's, it's completely possible. They should win all of those games. They will lose two of them in the <laughs> ugliest fashion you've ever seen. And one of them will be the NC State game. That just feels <laughs> if like it's on the CW that point. goes without saying. Yeah. It'll be a mauling. Yeah. Yeah, man, like like a completely piss and vinegar. Dave Doran is the funniest goddamn thing in the world to me, and I love it. <laughs> man, he's Ugh. really he's really gotten so much more interesting since how, we found out about his personal capacity for violence. How did UNC dodge all the new guys in the ACC too? That's a shame. We really yeah, that's, needed, a, that's like, that Mac Brown magic. That's that, listen. Boy. I'm telling you, this is the season when Mac's getting it done. Right now, we're laughing. We're having a good time. Mac's on his grind. He's You're at right. the country club. <laughs> he's calling rich old folks. You're he's right. getting checks written. He's calling commissioners and being like, "You sure we need to play that game?" Could he will get it done next season because next season is spring. This is the year I hit that's the right. gritty. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I gotta go convince this quarterback. I'm never learning his name. He's got to come here. That's fine. <laughs> this one, Mac is busy, y'all. Fall falls when he takes time off. You sound like Steve Spurrier. Uh huh. It's like almost verbatim. Verbatim. King of Spring. King of Spring, baby. It was right. I like this. Spurrier won't back off that shit either. Be like, hey, you two are old. You're about to die. Shouldn't you make up? And he's like, fuck that guy. Not too old to be right. No, it's real. It's real. real John Adams, Thomas Jefferson. Right. Hold on. Write that down. Not too old to be right. (laughs) That guy's a loser. Um, I love. I love. I, I. I do actually also have the other thing. San Diego State got Sean Lewis. San Diego State got Sean Lewis. Yeah. which man, going from God. going from Punt World to Sean Lewis, like <laughs> going from bri- I, the that's the biggest most, that's whiplash. The biggest, <laughs> that's the biggest fun upgrade in possibly the history of college football. Yeah, it's up there. I thought when he took the Colorado gig, and I thought again with this one that he could have held out for more. Possibly. I don't. I don't think this one's that bad though because i, I think, think this a, i think it's a great spot this like provides you enough opportunity where if you can like san diego state is a school where it's like yeah you can win 10 games you can win 10 11 games here other other guys have done it 
So you know it's on the table. And I think if you can do that, then you do put yourself – like Sean Lewis is still young enough and then we'll have shown like, well, he's done this at two different stops and mm-hmm. you know, like I think that puts him in the mix for a number of interesting jobs at that point. And I think like mm. the teams they most immediately compete against, I, I would say they have the highest ceiling. Like mm. unless Oregon State comes also, into their conference or whatever and we want to say that. But if I'm if I'm lining you up and you want to go, hey, listen, it's not my overall – I know I'm good – but it's not my absolute value that matters. It's the guy who came before me. Who's the guy who came before me? <laughs> Who's that guy and how am I going to compare? Plus I think he's could, good here. Y'all, he could I be think neighbors he's real with good. Jim Harbaugh, who lives in San Diego now. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I should note, Holly, Pete Lembo is younger than Chris Angel, just so we have that on the record. Oh. And, and more handsome. He's yeah, younger than yeah. Spencer. Yeah. Yes, yes. And better that's at true. magic. Wow. <laughs> hey, he won some games at Ball State. That's real sorcery, that's baby. That's what I'm a lot of games at Ball State. Yeah. Pete Limbo back in the Mac, baby. Also, let's um, let, let's yeah, South Carolina special teams last year had a lot going for it. Um, if you're wondering, yes, Duke does play at Miami in 2024. So oh, oh. Oh boy. <laughs> that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, just so you can watch Miami fans be like, who's that guy? I think we all know how that one's gonna go. <laughs> Yeah, but that doesn't mean I don't love it. I, no, um, I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm looking forward to it. I, I actually think it's going to go a different way. I think, and I'm going to, I know we're reading the schedule here a little bit, but I'm going to do it anyway. I think how that's going to go, I want to make sure who they're playing next. Oh, yeah, I feel great about this. I think they're going to, so that's after the Florida State game. I think Miami, let's say Miami loses to Florida State. Let's say it's yet another, like, ah, oh, God, can't quite get over that hump. And then I think they just take it out on Duke. They're like Duke is a team that has given them trouble in the past. They are they're gonna hate playing Manny Diaz. Like, let's say Miami just destroys them and they're like, fuck yeah, the U is back. And then the <laughs> next week they go to Georgia Tech and they lose. That's what's going to happen. Okay. Yeah. That's that's how I see this. Point. I'm counting that as revenge for Manny, regardless. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. No matter what happens. Loosen the jar. Yep. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's if it. T- Those if are all tied the hires the- of college football this season. If they're tied in the fourth quarter, <laughs> yeah, that's a game happens. management situation. That's what I'm saying. That's that's what I'm circling. Those Miami fourth quarters. Mm-hmm. Seven hundred and fifty outraged fans going, "Oh no, <laughs> it's starting again. <laughs> it begins again." Uh, I, Brian Kelly didn't try hard enough to get the Michigan job. I didn't hear enough sock puppets. I didn't hear enough. Brian is very handsome and good at football. Brian, this Brian, is an authentic Southern voice, and Brian, I love Brian Kelly. Kelly has a Michigan accent now. <laughs> I love that Brian <laughs> Kelly. Oh, oh, betcha. <laughs> There's so much shit we can't say right now. It's fine. Oh, That's it's fine. man. That's fine. Yeah, but yes, despite his many backflips. Don't worry, though. Get out of Baton Rouge. Don't worry. We're going to spend the next two years, every time Michigan loses a game, it's going to be like, you know, Brian Kelly would take that job. We're it offered to him. <laughs> Let's talk to my friend, Mr. Sacco. What do you think? He's really did good. You notice, did you notice how the LSU media members, who, uh, and this is, uh, this is canny because it got by some people, but the LSU media folks who ran with this ran so in the fashion of, I'm told that 
if Michigan were to pursue Brian Kelly, mm-hmm. <laughs> he would take that job. Mm-hmm. That's the if, hardest working clause in a sentence. If courted, Brian Kelly would consider a dalliance <laughs> with the Michigan. Uh-huh. That sounds like when uh, Woj is trying to tip draft picks without tipping draft picks. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is adorable, but no. Yeah. The no, lack of y'all. efforts. No, y'all. This is the escape from Baton Rouge, the Brian also, Kelly Also, apologies to our several dear friends who genuinely believe that Brian Kelly wants to stay in Baton Rouge. He should, but he's not good enough for y'all. So do better. I, I you you could be do fine. better. They'd be fine getting rid of him, I think. <laughs> A situation where he had to forcibly be kept in Baton Rouge is hilarious to me, right? That's like kind of what we're headed into. But that's very LSU in a way. Like, yeah. Like, there's not a situation. I don't know that you can name a single the coach. Box. There's no coach you can name where I'd be like, yes, they're happy being there, and LSU is ha- happy having him there. Yeah, they like, always hate just, their coach. Yeah, it just doesn't work that way. They can't stand their coach until someone else talks shit, but I don't even know if he's got that going for him. Mm-hmm. Because, like, this is the rare LSU coach where you're like, that guy sucks, and LSU fans are like, yes, I agree. Yeah. That doesn't <laughs> yeah. happen very often. <laughs> They're saying boo. It's B E A U X O. Boo. I want to go back to Sharon Moore for a second because I am noticing something happening among Michigan alums that lets me know that even after a national title, Michigan people are going to remain Michigan people and overthink things in the most uh, adorable way, which is I have seen like minute by minute turns among some of my Michigan uh, peers in terms of well, this guy left. I don't know. We might be in trouble. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're going to keep right. this guy. Okay, we're going to be all right. Oh, well, we lost this guy. I don't know. It might be all done. <laughs> this might have, a, might have been a mistake. <laughs> like it's, it's great because normally I'm used to the complete headstrong confidence of other less conscientious programs being like, we're going to be good forever. Mm-hmm. Kiss our ass. Well, they had. So maybe that ultimately is why Harbaugh worked there because he's the only Michigan person who's like, fuck yes. We're yeah. going to win. <laughs> Yeah, Without like, him, they all revert back to their mealy-mouthedness. Got the most. He's the only Jocko Willink in the bunch who's like, "We lost to TCU. Great, great. Now we can try harder. Yeah, now we can try harder. We didn't win. That means we can win next year." Flash is a motivational film. Yeah, I should work harder. Not my tempo. Yeah, that's it. Like that that may be why he worked because he was the great band-aid of optimism on that. <laughs> now they're just gonna worry all the time. <laughs> exactly. But Lost again, your... like LSU, that's their natural wrestling yeah, state. That's a better place to be. Yeah. <laughs> and you get to worry with a national title now, which is yeah. better than worrying without one. Yeah. So it's fine. This is why, ironically, I think Les Miles would have been fine at either place because he's completely unaffected by the weather or other people's outside thoughts. That is also why Les Miles was not okay at a lot. That's true. That's also why it was not okay. Oh, boy. It's good. I'm glad that this is a sport where now any coach you talk about, you're like, well, what about this bad thing that they did? Yeah. Yeah, it is always like anytime we mention a coach, you have to take a second like, okay, what does the controversy section of the wiki page look like? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really great. It feels really great all the time. Why does this just say antics? <laughs> Shenanigans. That's what we want. Oh, really? That was Mike Vanderjack who said like, antics. Like yeah. Michigan fired a guy because he got drunk at a restaurant, right? That's 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 so tame. That's just paltry shit, man. 
Gary Moeller, I'm sorry, man. We owe you an apology. Who doesn't? Who hasn't gotten blind, drunk, and insane <laughs> at a restaurant? I mean, what? Texas A&M fired a guy for starting a Substack. Yeah, that's just good media savvy. <laughs> What's wrong with posting? I'm sorry that he was ahead of the media curve, Texas A&M. <laughs> Let's just remind everybody here that Dennis Franchoni <laughs> lost the Texas A&M job in part because he published his own newsletter that was like, hey, for subscribers me. only. And, I, hey, yeah, hey, and I'll tell here, you what's going what my, on. Here's what my team is bad at. Dennis Franchoni was not a, a skullduggerous side Now we just call it hustling. on three and it's yeah. fine. <laughs> now, yeah, now that's just hustle. Now that's just modern media. I'm sorry, Dennis Franchoni. We owe your cyborg ass an apology. Blog King Dennis Fritch. <laughs> Proto poster. I call it Grubstack because my team stays hungry. This is Dennis Franchoni, who also had an entire motivational thing where, like, he had a SWAT team attack his team in the locker room, oh like, God. to simulate. Hey, that. that's a good segue. It's to, a good, yes. Can you podcast business us now, please? Podcast business. Podcast business. What's a business? Woo. Podcast business. It's a business. And we're talking about God. We're going to talk about God and books and stuff and stuff and God and books and stuff. Off. Ultimately unknowable, just like the podcast business song. Uh, can I do a lightning round? I have several things. Please. To get. Hit it. I'll, I'll go as Also like God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, one, if you're coming to our sold out Atlanta event on February 16th, note, is it, note it is at the Monday Night Garage. Be sure the place you're going is called the Monday Night Garage. That is the word I will keep emphasizing. Someone will mess this up, and we will hope they make it there. Someone uh, will show up on Monday night also. Why, why don't mm -hmm. I can volunteer? If you want me, I'll go to the other location. And, and point I'll, people. Say, yeah, no, at, you're yeah, at the, this no, is not the garage. Go to no, the garage. Yep. Doors no. at 6, show at 7, technology willing. Get there at 6. We're not going to wait on you to filter in because of Atlanta traffic. Uh, there's bars all around at the compound you can get to, so you can make sure you are able to line up uh, within the 6 o'clock hour. Two, the Religion Disaster Story submission link is in the comments of my latest Substack post. I tried to email it directly, but technology happened. Three, next book of it. Fred Shoney! <laughs> you know who you need. So, uh, let's see, where was it? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. For Franchoni again. <laughs> Next book event to announce, uh, Big Ten Mission Trip. I'll be in Madison, Wisconsin on North Street Tap Room on Leap Day with uh, Matt Brown of Extra Points and former NAIA wide receiver Mason Meninga of Really Good Religion and Music Podcasts. Uh, it's free, like heaven, but capacity's limited, unlike heaven. Uh, four, we have just over two weeks left to go in the book's Trevor Project fundraiser. That number, once again, $39,000 already donated, plus however much we'll add, uh, is really fucking great number and deserves to be talked about by lots of writers and podcasters who talk about anything having to do with any of this yes you whoever you are uh and we want number bigger because book's really fucking good and it's doing good things so tell your friends and tell writers and podcasters that they should talk about it uh and if you are a person who's read it and enjoyed it good places to post about it include relevant subreddits facebook groups instagram and tiktok there should be lots of posts on tiktok about it i don't know how to do that so i need someone else to do that for me that's the end of my podcast business Subscribe to Channel 6. Subscribe to Channel 6, where <laughs> yeah. coming up this week, we're going to have uh, somebody Somebody wanted us to write about Reacher. I'm writing about Reacher because Reacher's just... Somebody asked for, to be clear, a sincere <laughs> review of Reacher. And we're yeah. trying. 
I'm trying. It's it's I am no. It's actually it's 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 very easy because everything about Reacher is aching. They're asking us to overthink it. Wasn't it mm-hmm. Jeff Schwartz who assigned that to you? Yes. Yes, it was. Jeff Schwartz. <laughs> Je- Jeff Schwartz, former offensive lineman, who also uh, actually I shouldn't say former because once an offensive lineman, forever an offensive lineman. Uh, Jeff Schwartz, who I found out today has the Orlando Pace highlight reel on his phone. I just imagine Jeff waking up at like 630 and his wife is still asleep and he's got his phone up on his chest, right? And he's looking at it like all cug, snug yeah, in the bed yeah, and all yeah. cozy. And he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's making little noises along with it. <laughs> so Jeff, this one's this one's going to be for you. It's post for the big boys. It's a post for all Reacher fans and those who want to understand the miracle of Reacher, um, as well as a couple of other things we got cooking on Channel Six. Minimalist hero Jack Reacher. Yes. Um, I also had an intrusive thought over the weekend that I could really only banish by sharing it with everyone, and I will do that now. Brack Reacher. Mm. <laughs> hey, everybody! Just Brack punching through a car windshield. Just his head. Hey. <laughs> Thought you're getting away, you turkey. <laughs> I need a toothbrush. <laughs> Nobody messes with the special investigators. <laughs> you're way too good at a brack voice. There's a reason. There's a reason. <laughs> Comes from the heart. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. I think that's all the business. I don't have any business. I'm just over here. Just over here. Just a lot. Ren, you are a business. I'm you a are. Shit. Ryan, I'm folks, not a businessman. I'm a sad old dad. I'm a, I'm a sad old I'm business. A, I'm not a businessman. I'm Are a man business. That doesn't mean I can't be the saddest, though. Okay, folks, subscribe to Ryan. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Subscribe to Ryan's Texas A&M newsletter on Substack.com, <laughs> co-written with ghostwriter Dennis Franchoni. He's in there. He doesn't want to admit it. Valuable insights about the early 2000s Texas. A&M football program. Jaworski Lane, probably making a move to tailback. Oh, shit. <laughs> Big boy in the backfield. Um, did y'all know that Juan Perón's hands got stolen? <laughs> Go on. Sure didn't. Well, moving him down the wide receiver depth chart. There is an entire Wikipedia page called Hands of Perón. That's because a it, wonderful title of the musical. Because in 1987... After, like 13 years after he well, died. I wanted to save this to try to convince Spencer it was a Broadway show. Fuck. You know what? Yeah, it, should, it should be a Broadway Don't show. Don't forget. Too late now. Keep going. 13 years after his death, burglars, unknown burglars, broke into his tomb and stole his hands and tried to ransom them to the government but the ransom never got paid and and I don't think anybody knows where the hands are anymore. I have a question. Yeah. Were the hands buried separately from him? No. Were, okay. No. no they so use they use an electric saw to dismember his no. corpse. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's always this, some cra- there's always some crazy shit happening around the burials the and or funerals of South American politicians of note. Like there was an all out like brawl at Pinochet. Speaking of which has our boy Bolsonaro. Oh, I feel, like I feel like I haven't seen him get hospitalized in weeks. <laughs> Did he quit? He's trying to get back. He's trying to get back to his favorite what place. If, what, if, what if what if Bolsonaro is a hero who is trying to absorb all of the COVID so that nobody <laughs> yeah, else can have this, this is one of those shows that I really hope it's somebody's first because it's like 
You guys are friends. You, you red state commies are friends of, of Bolsonaro. No, we just love him because of how close he is to death all the time. Yeah. Nobody yeah. skates closer to that edge, man. Right. What like he's our what, he's our uh, uh, he's our pharmacological X games. What yep. Max Verstappen is to the limit. That's what Jair Bolsonaro is to the limits of his own body. He's always right on the edge. How uh, much COVID can I put in one man? He's like, like a, there's like the peak of human performance. He's like the valley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The Death Valley is 342 feet below the surface of most people's low. Hey, though I walk. Didn't Man, he move to Florida? Did I really... make that up? He did. Hey, Somebody what? saw him in a pollo tropical. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, the fuck is that Jared Bolsonaro getting chicken? This is the only place weird enough for that guy. <laughs> like a year earlier, it was like, I stand at the head of the powerful state apparatus now it's of like- Brazil. Now it's like, I would like a medium drink. <laughs> and extra. I lime. got a coupon for that. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they the kidnappers asked for uh, $8 million for the hands of Juan Perón. And the government was just like, no. Every sentence in that has this quiet poetry to it. Yeah. $8 million um, for the hands. If somebody ransoms like a dead relative's hands to you, you're not paying, right? You're like, ah, they don't care. What do I want with hands? I, hold on. Four. Hold on. Within reason, like if if mm. if you were like, we have your grandpa's hands and we want y'all. $40. If they steal my hands, first of all, first of all, the idea of pyramids as a as a human attraction remains repellent to me. If you wake me up after two thousand years, I'm I'm never gonna let your descendants rest. But second of all, if somebody manages to get away with my hands after I'm dead and I don't catch them in some kind of like partnership with the dark kings uh fair enough i guess my question is so this happened in 19 scoreboard this happened in 1987 so we're talking 37 years ago do do you think do you think they kept they have kept the hands and tried to preserve them for all that like do you think somebody has been like well time to move i guess we have to decide if we're like moving the hands to our new apartment or not or we can we finally get rid of the hands? And do you think one guy is just like you? Never know. You never know when these hands are going to be useful. Or they forgot. Like <gasps> they're like like you know moving like toaster oven books. Mm. Hang- oh shit! You know when we were young, we were told to hang on to like our baseball cards because they were going to raise in value. Mm-hmm. So we all did, and therefore they didn't. Um, but the two things we turns out we should have kept were Pokemon cards and other people's hands. Did you? Do any of your parents? Did they keep your baby teeth? What? Oh, have you, have you seen those little boxes at Hallmark that they make just for those? I saw one one time that was shaped like a purple octopus. This, and is, I couldn't this figure is a out thing that some people some people do. They keep their. I don't think it's that popular anymore. But some people, some pa- like people. I know people parents whose parents age. did. Mine did not. Yes. Huh. <laughs> I like so, that. This is my favorite generational dynamic, which is, hey. We were do we do a thing. The next generation's like, yeah, that's gross. We're, we're done with that. that. Yes. Do, do they make a necklace totally of it or something? So no, they just like, keep it in a box. But if they make a necklace, it'll look like you defeated a lot of very tiny people. I mean, mm-hmm. there is. I that. wear them on a necklace around my around my neck. Just wear them. Just Fought all of them in combat. Tiny little ding ding ding. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. So badass. Walk around talking talking like Jesse Ventura. Just like I killed so many second graders. Philip Rivers has like whole armor. Made yeah. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh next time go, you think of what I was thinking? Tooth fest. Tooth fest. <laughs> Great idea, Phil. 
Who got it better than us? Several that guy people. made a lot of teeth generators Ooh. just like me. Wow. Bam. Can eat a lot of steak with all those teeth. <laughs> it's so cool. First, I fuck my wife, and then there's teeth everywhere. 